0: Good morning and a good walk, good walk. Welcome everyone. Um, kicking off another beautiful week together. All of our dear friends and over here and uh, community members. And what better way to start a new week than with a Breakfast and Learn program. And uh, we thank our dear sponsor, Reb David Weiser, who has sponsored this morning's Breakfast and Learn program, Lele Nishmas, Reza an Ali, And this is, wow, okay. David's mother, the neshama should indeed have an aliyah. And um, we have an especially pertinent topic this morning. Uh, what better topic to discuss over Hi. breakfast than um, the topic of food? And that's exactly what we're gonna talk about this morning. Parshas <laughs> Behaloisichah is one of the, uh, one of several places in the Torah where we have a discussion about the man, the mon, the manna that fell from heaven for 40 years. And we know that the mun could taste like whatever you wanted. The mun was the miracle food, and the mun was uh, miraculous in many ways. It could taste like whatever you wanted. It didn't produce any waste, and <clears throat> it came. It came in a miraculous form. It came at certain times, and it lasted. Had, had had exactly the miraculous shelf life. No, 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 no longer, no shorter, and it was, you know. It was a uh, privilege for the Jews to eat this for 40 years. And, and um, you know, we could complain about anything. Jews can complain about anything. In so And we complained about the miracle food, even if we found things to complain about when it came to miracle food. The question we want to discuss this morning, the question we're going to be exploring and examining this morning, is, you know, it's well known that you could get the munt to taste like anything. Could you get the munt to taste like treif? So this morning's share could be called Taste of Trafe. You could call it Taste of Trafe. You could call it um, a kosher way to have treif food. Whatever you want to, uh, I guess we'll find out later when the shir goes out on WhatsApp how it's actually going to be titled. But uh, the bottom line question is, the, the, the specific title of this morning's share notwithstanding, was a yid able to, before he had the mun, think of something uh, that tasted treif, treif for taste, and would the mun... Accommodate him. Would the man taste like tray for food? For a Yid, Chazal tells it tasted like anything you wanted. Did that include tray? So there's no Gemara that clearly takes a stand on this subject, but. The the mepharshim the achrayim do get involved in this achrayim get involved in the shiloh. Now someone was asking me right before the shir this morning, but how do they know what treyf food tasted like? Right? How, is, it, is it, so? On the one end, maybe they didn't, and it could be this is a theoretical question. But even a theoretical question has to be discussed from a talmudic perspective. Theoretically, could they have they made it taste like treyf food? Um, but I would have two more uh, two more responses to that question. You know, to the Jews how how the Jews make it taste like treyf food? if they know what taste trade food tastes like? So. One response would be well, they weren't keeping kosher in Mitzrayim. They d- definitely had trefa food that they were eating. What what was the range of their trefa food? So we discussed yesterday on Shabbos. It says meat ain't no the Ramban understands they didn't eat meat. They weren't eating any meat in Egypt. But you know they could have had shellfish, right? They could have been eating shrimp. They could have been eating whatever the indigenous uh, uh, you know with all those creepy crawlies that were scuttling around in the Nile over there. Um, Plenty of tray for food that comes out of the you know aqu- aquatic aquatic based food. That's that would be one response. Um, chazer according to the Ramban, yeah, they weren't eating chazer, but you know, n- n- not necessarily not uh, not everyone necessarily agrees with this Ramban. It could be there were are that were able to sample chazer. Uh, in in Mitzrayim, and aside from that, aside from that, it's not so clear. I just want to mention this: it's not so clear that to get the month to taste like a specific food, you have to had already had, had an awareness you have to have already had an awareness of what that food tastes like. Some of Shem do say this. Some of Arshim do say that it would only taste like something if you'd already sampled it once before in your life. You have to know what that tastes like. You have to understand that you have to have experience that taste and you get to taste like that taste. Not everyone agrees with that either. It's not so clear cut that I can only get, make the, the, the uh, man t- presumably to not have pizza in Mitzrayim, right? So that means no, for 40 years they couldn't taste pizza because nobody ever had pizza in Mitzrayim. Not necessarily. I could say theoretically, on the mun, I want this to taste like pizza, even if I never sampled pizza, it'll taste like pizza. Lav davka, the man was like a, uh, you know, like a virtual reality thought projector device that was wired into your brain and took the, uh, you know, the neural responses from your brain and was able to project into the man. Who said Lavdavka? Lavdavka, you have already had to have tasted it to make it taste like a specific item. So that means even if the yid never had chaser in Mitzrayim, but they knew about the existence of pork, they knew about ham, they knew about baconish, they could theoretically. Say, I want the mun to taste like ham. I want to know what a ham sandwich tastes like. So the question is, again, so getting back to our, our, our opening question over here. Was a yid able to make the mun taste like anything, including treif, or was it limited, for some reason, to kosher foods? Was it limited to kosher foods? Were you able to do that? So this is a question, like I said, this, this is a question that already goes back a few generations. Um, does not appear clearly in the Gemara anywhere, but the of Engel. In his sefer, Gil Yoyne he mentions that he says, that's his lashing. He says he remembers seeing it discussed in a certain sefer, he doesn't remember where, and he like leaves it hanging. He leaves it open. Maybe it could, maybe it couldn't. Um, they cite a sefer that come, came before Rabbi Yosef Engel. That, that presumably, they, they, they theorize that Rabbi Yosef Engel is referring to the Pesach of from the Chida. The Chida, or Chaim Yosef David Um one of the great Svartic Rabbonim of a few generations before Rabbi Yisov he does discuss this topic, and he, 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 he is presumably the safer that preceded Rabbi of Engel that Rabbi Yisov Engel is referring to. So Rabbi Yosef Engel says he saw that there's a debate about it, a discussion about it. He does not resolve the matter. But let's let's get involved over here in the in the, in the let's let's jump um, full force and. To into it. the thick of things, into the Shiloh and, and see, you know, how, how the Shiloh is addressed and see what maybe comes out of the Shiloh. What, and then the two questions obviously are not just can you, would it taste like tray for food, would it not? The, the basic question even before that is, like, what would be the reason? Is there any kind of good reason you can or cannot make the month taste like tray for food? Yes? I'm sorry, I can't wait, but when a person thinks about the month, be a certain, it, it, it changes the food or just the taste of the taste? Yeah, I accept the apologies. So, <laughs> so uh, we didn't get there yet. I'm saying if a guy makes we didn't get there yet. Okay. We didn't get there yet means we're going to get there. No, forget if a guy makes a uh, food, it's a trade. It's a problem? We didn't get there yet. And all, 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 in, all in due course, Rabbi Max, all in good time. As usual, Rabbi Max is, is, you know, Baruch Hashem, at least a step and a half ahead of the game. But all in due course. We're, we're, we're getting there. We're building our way up. So, Chob gazain Let's start with, with some of the Heintegger svarn I, I saw in the Zayda, the, the Zayda, the it could be the Zayda, or of the Zayda, the Fetor. That's uh, my rabbits in Zaida, but there's, a, there's certain editions that came out in his lifetime, certain volumes that came out after his lifetime that, that his son, Zichrein Elavrach, Reb Chaim um, Lusa, completed. But he, he writes like this. He says that for sure it was not a problem. It was definitely not a problem to make the Mun taste like tray for food. You could do it. You could do it. Why? Because he cites, they have a, his chap is like this. Says so definitely wouldn't be a problem to make the man say, I want this to taste like a ham sandwich. Or, or, or um, let's say a cheeseburger, right? Or let's say I want this to taste like, like um, shrimp. I want this to taste like lobster. So there's a gemara in Chulen that says that for every treif of food, there's a kosher equivalent. So Gemara in Chulin that says that for every food out there that that's treif, there Hashem made an equivalent in the kosher world. That there's no taste that we were deprived of. <coughs> there's no taste that any Jew is deprived of. And the Gemara says, so what about whatever you'd want to know what, what, what pork tastes like, what chaser tastes like? The Gemara says, there's a fish called the shivuta fish, which tastes exactly like chaser. So where's this fish? How do you catch it? You know wh- where is it found? Where is it? Where is it? Wh- what water is it? is it? Is it indigenous to? The Gemara doesn't tell us. The Gemara says the shivuta fish. So if you do some research, you could do your research, find out where the shivuta fish. There does exist a fish somewhere out there in the world that tastes exactly like hazar. The Gemara says blood. Uh, he is not allowed to eat dam, but you're really chalishing for dam, which you're not allowed to drink. So this is the Gemara eat liver. Freshly broiled liver tastes like damn. That tastes like blood. You want to know what, what, what blood tastes like? The Rebbeinu made liver for us. Freshly broiled liver tastes like damn. Uh, see the, the real shrimps. So the, there's got to be there's got to be something out there that tastes like real shrimp. But we're not talking about the, the soy the soy version of it. What does it mean the soy version? Mar means there's some there's a a bream. there's a species out there there's some type of. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. But the Gemara says in Chulun, the Gemara says that for every tray for taste, for every tray for animal, Hashem made a kosher equivalent. The Gemara didn't deprive, deny, for any, any any, anything, any, any culinary uh, delight. So there is something out there that tastes like shrimp. There's something out that tastes like lobster. There's something out that tastes like, um, like, uh, what else? What are the other seafoods? that? Uh, Oyster. What? Oyster. Oyster, Oyster. shrimp, lobster, Gefiltered fish, I think gefiltered fish. White fish. Yeah, White fish. fish, I think, tastes exactly like shrimp. <laughs> um, anyway, so so, uh, Al kopanim In any case, based on this Gemara, so they want to say, they want to say, that. Um, Either way, it's not a problem. Of course, you could get the mun to taste like like chazer, because if, if you, the taste of chazer has a kosher equivalent, so the taste of chazer shows up in the shivuta fish also. So even if you'll say that for some reason you couldn't get the mun to taste to to. to be a substitute for something treif to taste like chaser doesn't need to taste like something treif I say I want it to taste like chaser, no so you're tasting the Shivuta fish, it's not called tasting treif you, you want it to taste like shrimp, you're tasting the kosher equivalent of shrimp, that's not called the taste of treif in other words, it's, it's sort of just like it's, it's sort of circumventing the whole question we're just kind of avoiding the question, the question we began was is, is there some reason that the man, which is this holy food coming from Shemayim, uh, given to holy people, is there some reason I can't make a holy food taste like something treif, is there some reason you can't do it, so the shahri mitzuyon ba'alacha the, the, the zayit I think that's Fetter. The fetter. The writes that that it was for sure okay, for sure worked, because it, it, there's no there's no um, there's no uh, reason for us to assume that the man was anyway tasting like something treif. It could be you're just tasting the shivuta fish, would taste exactly a chaser. So far, so good. See, that's not a problem. The problem's like this. That works only according to one of two approaches in the Gemara in Yumon. And here we catch up with one of Rabbi Max's comments. Let's, let's take a step backwards and ask a basic question over here. Here's another shot, Rabbi Say. Let's say we're in the, in the midbar and we, we have the mun, and what do I want the mun to taste like? Uh, pastrami burger. Pastrami burger. What? Yes, thank you. Pastrami burger with caramelized onions and the ranch sauce. Okay, on the toasted, what do they call those things? Brioche. What? Brioche. Yes, a toasted brioche, yes. I wasn't trying to pronounce it. That's oh, why I was trying to get someone else to say it for it. me. The toasted brioche, you know, that comes with that, uh, the, the, the toothpick stuck through the middle there, the sizzling pastrami. Okay, so, so, all right, all right. Maybe next time we'll, get, we'll have a Felicia sponsor for the someone Breakfast one and one Learn one program. Like his, uh, chicken after this. Uh, <laughs> anyone ever had one of those before? I've had one of those before. Yeah, okay, schmack. So anyway, so let's ask a different shot. Now you can get those, you can get a kosher version of that. You just go to go to what's it called? It's a place called Mr. Bun in, in Lakewood. The place that sells these things in Lakewood. Probably a lot of places in Lakewood that make these things. So Rabbi say, let's say you had you make the mun taste tastes like a pastrami burger. On the and the brioche brioche brioche. The brioche bun, toasted brioche bun. Now what happened? What happened exactly? What did you end up with? Did you end up with, what, what did the mun look like in its natural form? White, white, little white, white, like like a little like crystals. Look, like a powder. Yeah, a like powder, a seed, crystals. That's what the mun looked like, okay? You could grind it up and make it into a flour. It came down like crystals. So um, when you took these crystals and you put them on your plate and you said, I want this to taste like a pastrami burger. Did you end, what, what did you end up with? You ended up with crystals that tasted exactly like that pastrami burger? Or did you end up with a pastrami burger? What happened? What happened? Well, you want the month to taste like a slice of pizza with all the toppings. All the toppings. And all the toppings basically means all the toppings. None of us have ever had a slice of pizza with all the toppings, okay? But let's say you wanted to taste like a slice of pizza with all the toppings. So what did you end up with? These crystals that tasted like a slice of pizza with all the toppings, or did you end up with that slice of pizza? So it's a machloikus in the Gemara. Actually, a machloikus in the Gemara. Machloikus in the Gemara in Yuma. Let's read the Gemara. ein Alex. Um, it says the Gemara, "It's a of Ami That they got all the tastes that they wanted from the Mon, that Mon would taste like whatever they want. The Chad Omar, one of them says, "Tam They got not just the taste, but they got the thing itself, tam and the umamushes. They got the burger. It's a in the Gemara. The Gemara brings down a machlekas or If the man remained as this, you know, this crystal uh, grain seed powdery stuff, this tasted like whatever you wanted, or the man would actually be transformed into the food. It actually became the food, the food itself. Interestingly, the. Um, um, Reblazer Moshe Horowitz who is uh, one of the commentaries in the back of the Gemara, cites, there's an earlier Gemara that says that every time they ate the month there was actually a bit of suffering. The yidn suffered from the month for 40 years. It says um, uh, um, that there was a certain amount of a certain and there was a certain amount of suffering from the month. The Gemara says, one Ahmed earlier, there was a certain amount of suffering. The Eden suffered from the Mun. What was the suffering? So it's a machloik, because that's also machloik, because What was the suffering? How could the Mun possibly be a source of suffering? So one opinion says it was suffering in that they never knew where their next meal was coming from. They had to constantly be relying on God, that the Mun was going to come every single morning. They, it was 40 years of not having any, anything in the cabinet. 40 years of not having anything put away in the larder. Yes, I know we're going to talk about it if it tastes like lard, right? But nothing in the cabinet, nothing in the larder, nothing in the fridge. It's 40 years of not, of, of having to, 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 um, to wait every morning to see the man show up on your doorstep the next morning. That's a test of bitachem, but imagine for 40 years having to, not having any security of knowing where your next meal is coming from. The only security can come from God. That's one opinion. Of what, that was the suffering aspect of the man. The other opinion says, no, what, what, was, the, what was the suffering aspect of the man? that they didn't have the visual feedback. And there's something unpleasant about eating when you only get the taste, so you don't get the visual feedback. Part of the enjoyment of food, ask any chef, part of the enjoyment of food is what? Is the preparation. What the food looks like, correct? Everybody knows that. You eat you with your eyes first. Exactly. The Gemara says, you know what the Gemara says based on this? The Gemara says, you should never, the Gemara says, don't ever eat in dark. Don't eat in the dark because you don't enjoy the food as much. The Gemara says that's why a blind person, Rachman Wetzelah, is always hungry. Because he doesn't get the visual feedback from the food. He doesn't get the visual enjoyment. He doesn't get the visual satisfaction. Part of being satiated when you eat, says the Gemara, is seeing what you're eating. Seeing the steak. Seeing the caramelized onions. Seeing that ranch sauce just dripping down the side of the burger over there. And coating the bottom of that toasted brioche bun, right? Imagine being having to eat without seeing that. Having to eat with that, sing that. And that, I don't know, I still don't understand based on this Gemara. But the there's the, a the kind of minute, maybe the caterers can tell me. Um, by, by the fancy chasas, they always have the lights turned way, way down. Fancy dinners, fancy weddings. When the food looking not good, that's what they do. Here, <laughs> when the food's so that's the answer. Okay. No, I never got it. Like, don't you want, why? How come you don't want us to see the food? That's, that's what Shlomo's saying over there, the caterers who, who don't know how to make food, they turn the lights on. But the caterers who know what they're doing, they turn the lights way up, huh? That's the giveaway. All right. <laughs> what? more, more food. Yeah. We know how to cheat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I hear. That's the answer. Anyway, so So the Gemara says, is another machlech, what was the suffering aspect, the suffering elements of the month Was the suffering because they never knew where their next meal was coming from or the suffering was because they were never completely full for 40 years because they didn't get the visual feedback? So says it's Lashitasam. It's the same machlech. If I say the month didn't take on the physical substance, then the suffering was that itself, that I didn't get any visual feedback from the month for 40 years. I didn't get the visual satisfaction. I didn't get the visual satiation, but if you say that the man did look like the burger, then you're forced to say the, the, the suffering from the man was something else, that was the suffering, the psychological suffering of not having security of ever for 40 years straight of knowing where the next meal was coming from. They didn't have any food put away. Okay, so in any case, we have a machlechus here in the Gemara. When I, when I concentrated and I decided what my mann was going to taste like, was it just the taste, but I was really eating crystals, crystals that taste like a burger, or did it become the burger? So Rabbi Isai, this oh. idea that it was OK to have the man taste like chazer because anyway, chazer has a kosher equivalent to the shivuta fish, so it was definitely OK, that obviously only works like one of these two opinions, correct? Right. that only is going to work. Like the opinion that the mun remained crystals it just took on that taste. And we can say, yeah, I'm not eating chaser. I mean crystals that taste like the shivuta fish. But if we're going to say that the mun took on the actual substance, then we're back to square one. We're back to the question, um, if I really wanted the mun to taste like chaser, it means I want it to look like chaser. I don't want the shivuta fish. I know what the shivuta fish tastes the same. But I'm telling you, Mr. Mun, I want you to, to look like a side of, of, of um, ham. I want you to look like bacon. I want you to look, I want you to taste, I want you to become to become chaser with the mun because Yes. Maybe it just means it has, it has oh, like sure. the, the texture. What is that? Then? Yeah, what does that mean? The texture means it became the thing itself. Looks like it looks like it looks exactly like it. Yeah, but fish and pork are right. right. not not it. It's it? Have not much, you a texture. Okay, well then, Rabbi then. Max? No, actually, I guess We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I, I accept your yeah, apologies, apologies. having come late. We're gonna get there. But well, fish and meat t- have different textures, okay. But Ma'amashah Zikr means that you saw the burger. It doesn't yeah. mean that, like. Uh, the, that means it is the burger. Are we gonna get here? Question for you What it's if so you so. take a bite and you're like, yeah, I don't like the way it tastes? Can you, Can you change it? it? Yeah. Uh, can you get your money back? You want to no, not <laughs> get your money back. Be like, you know what? I, I wanted a hamburger. You know what? I'll take Satisfaction it guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. 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 There was it locked in? I would conjecture. You could change it, but that's just conjecture. I really don't know. <laughs> then people were not so sort of picky as we are right now. Yeah, but uh, oh, really? if Stan would have been nah. back then. <laughs> he wow. would have been the one who would have. Now I said, that, you know, I want I a wanted medium rare. I want a medium rare. You guys overcooked this. Right, You would have been sending the mun back, right, Stan? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway, so so um, getting back to where we just left off. So uh, we have an opinion here in the Gemara that the mun not only tastes like whatever you wanted, it would become whatever you wanted. So if we become whatever you wanted, we're back to the original question: Could you could a get, get mun to to this be uh, become trafe? Could you get? Could you create a cheeseburger? Could you create? Um, uh, a, uh, the, a, what's the steak that comes from the, where the gira that you can't eat because it's by, by the gira filet, filet mignon. Could you get it to be filet mignon? It's well, okay, Shlomo is, is, will tell you, you technically could have filet mignon, it's just too okay. difficult to do the treburying, right? Could you get it to taste like a gira nusha? A gira nusha. What was that, the eye, eye bone steak? No, the filet mignon will have a hole in it. The filet mignon with a, with a hole in it, without the hole. Okay, so could you get it to taste like the filet mignon without the hole? Right? Or get anashe, Anything of the above? Could I n- create it into that substance? See here, we we move forward and we find some interesting ideas coming up on the matter. <coughs> I saw very chash of a sefer, a very chash of a very mechaber, a very chash of a dain in, in Yerushalayim. He wants to say, no, definitely not. It wouldn't become something treif. Man, man, you couldn't get the man to become something treif. And he cites a Gemara in, uh, that, that that he interestingly sees as a source to this, and the Gemara tells us a Gemara in in Sanhedrin that says, "Ain <clears throat> The Gemara says that um, that um, Shemaim doesn't produce things that are usser. Shemaim won't produce things that are usser. And he says, based on this gemara, this gemara is talking about where there was a case where there was an amoryu who was lost in the desert and he was starving to death, and some meat came down from shemaim, and he wanted to know is he allowed to eat or not. So the response that he got was, of course you're allowed to eat because since it came from shemaim, so treif things tummy things don't come from shemaim, they don't give you tummy treif deliveries from shemaim. So the, the Ravasha wise, shalita <coughs> wants to say, based on that, the for sure wouldn't taste like something treif, because. <clears throat> Shreya for food does not does not descend from Shammai. Um, he has another. He kind of paraphrases this by saying that he also doesn't believe that the mun, which was. Um, I think he says this maybe in the name of the Chidush Ha'erim, that the man, which was a nace, it was miraculous food, like we said, it's miracle food. It came as these crystals, you can make into whatever you want. Hashem is not going to make a miracle for someone that's going to wants to do an aveira, that wants to eat something tray, wants to eat cheeseburgers. Hashem is going to make a nace for someone that wants to do aveiras. A and B, tray for food doesn't come from shemaim. Tray food doesn't come down from shemaim. So let's examine this argument and let's see, let's see how this pans out. Now, Rabbi Yisai, um, <clears throat> not that we are, myself, or I, I, I'm speaking on behalf of myself, i I, I probably, I presumably, and I'm not making a statement on anyone else over here, I very presumably am in company of those who are qualified to dissent, to give dissenting opinions. Um, not that I'm qualified to give a dissenting opinion on, but, you or as Weiss, but, you know, as we say, the, the, putting this so together with other sources i 'm not sure that we have to come out with this conclusion that that um, the month cannot become something trafe because of this of well, let 's break this down step by step so first of all. Is it indeed this idea, this, this assumption that Rav Usher Weiss is making, that you couldn't get the mun? So he holds like this. He, that's his conclusion: that the mun would not taste like anything. Tray, if you couldn't get the mun to taste like chazer, you couldn't get the mun to taste like again going to like the opinion that mamish became it. If you say it was only the taste, yeah, it'll taste like the shivuta fish. That's okay. But if you say the mun mamish became whatever you wanted to become, the mun wouldn't become bacon. It wouldn't become ham. It wouldn't become. Um, even uh, green eggs and ham. Maybe the green eggs part, but not the green ham part. It wouldn't become anything that you're not allowed to eat because (laughs) ain't So, Rav Asher Weiss is taking on, obviously, that when you wanted the mun to become a specific food, it was that food mamish, not just it looked like the food, not just it had the texture and the taste of that food, but it really was a piece of ham. It really was a piece of ham. That's how he, he is understanding. So we... Could, could immediately counter this by voicing the the, 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 the uh, position that Rabbi Max, I believe was saying earlier I think Rabbi Aronson was also saying this earlier. We could say one second it, 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 it looks like tray for food. it tastes like tray for food, but who said this really is tray for food? Maybe this is a maybe this is just a, a uh, an artificial artificial equivalent, something that exactly looks, exactly tastes, and exactly has a texture, and the substance of something. Who said that it's really, if I want it to taste like bacon, and it comes down on my plate, these sizzling strips of bacon, how do I know what sizzling strips of bacon look like, Rabbi, so I grew up with a television set. Yeah, which one's worse, right? Which one's worse? Taco, the bacon on your plate or the television set? I don't let's not get into that now. But uh, So I know what sizzling strips of bacon <laughs> look like, boxes. not because I had breakfast in, uh, what are these, Hardy's? Okay. Denny's? Well, the boxes. What? Well, the air boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so So uh, let's say I want those sizzling strips of bacon on my plate. So. Again, the, the, we're, we're hearing for Voshweis is taken out over here that, that um, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work because you, you want it to be a Dovrtam, you want it to be something and for food, doesn't come from Shemaim. Tray for foods won't come from Shemaim. Voshweis is not going to let you do an Iser through, uh, through miracle food. So, the easiest way to canter this and, and to disagree with it and say that you know, maybe we could we could still sus- sustain this idea that maybe trade Foods, you could make them on something Trayf, would be to say it looks like bacon, tastes like bacon, but, but who said it's really bacon? It maybe it's artificially, it, it, it's an artificial substitute that, that exactly looks and tastes like bacon. They do have, you know, they have these, uh, the things you put on your salad, the bacon bits, right? So I don't know how close that comes to really tasting like bacon. I don't want anyone to tell me, please don't tell me. But, um, but, uh, but um, we could hear, we could hear that you could, a person wanted to, let's say, they would have some major breakthrough in, in uh, artificial, uh, you know, food, food engineering to come up with a soy equivalent, an artificial equivalent that will taste and look exactly like bacon. We, we could hear such a thing. It's, it's, it's certainly conceivable. So this man, when, when I, in, from Shemaim, I got it to taste like shrimp. Who said it's really Shrimp. Why, why, why is why, why is Rav why so convinced that no, this is for sure shrimp? Let's just disagree on, on that on that assumption that he's making that I don't know, and say it looked like it, it tasted like it and, and it, and it felt like it. The texture exactly emulated it, and, and it, it was an exact substitute, exact copy. But, but perhaps you know, it wasn't this wasn't really shrimp? So that would be a good, an easy way out, and 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 we would be able to still defend um, this this. Um, you know, this, uh, this idea, this nosha position that maybe the man could taste like treva foods, except that this also goes back, this has Shoresh, and this exact question, that when something is created from Shemayim, is it a substitute or is it the thing itself? That actually is dependent on a different debate elsewhere, which we can't go through the whole thing right now. It's beyond the scope of this morning's class. But it's something we discussed Hanukkah time. There's a famous machleik, it's between Reb Chaim and the Ger Rebbe, the base Yisrael, Um, with regards to substances that come from Shemaim, is it an artificially reproduced substance or is it the substance itself? And the machleikis is olive oil that comes that's miraculously produced from, from Shamaim. There's also a debate about about grain that's produced from Shemaim. Can grain is grain is it called actual wheat? Is it eligible for Menachis in the base of Mikdash? Oil that is produced miraculously. Is it really olive oil? Can be brought <laughs> can it be lit in the Menorah? So the, the basis are all asked Reb Chaim that according to if you say that on Chanukah the olive oil was constantly recreated from Shamaim, how did they get the mitzvah? It says you can only use olive oil. This isn't olive oil, this is miracle oil. It looks like olive oil. Preps tastes like olive oil, but it's miracle oil. It's not olive oil. Come, olive oil means it came from olives. So Reb Chaim said back. He brought a proof. Again, we're not going to go through the whole thing. Go through the whole thing. Reb Chaim brought a proof that if something is created in Shemaim and it looks, it tastes, and exactly is a reproduction of reproduction of that substance, it is that substance. It is that Shemaim doesn't make substance. Doesn't make artificial substitutes. It, it, olive oil that came from Shemaim is olive oil. It is. It is called olive oil, um, which means let's flip that around. If Um, you would submit this to a laboratory the analysis from the laboratory would come back, they would do it, let's say, a DNA analysis of this, of this item. Even if it was created in Shemayim, the DNA analysis from the lab would come back. This is, this is olive oil. This has the DNA structure of olive oil. This has the, the molecular structure of chaser. This is the DNA structure of, of baconish. This is exactly the same uh, food item. So according to the way the brisker understands, when, when food is created, even though it's created from Shemayim, we do look at it as the food mamash. It is the food mamish. It is, if, if the, again, the, the, the DNA um, analysis will come back that this is ham, this is pork, this is bacon, this is shrimp, this is oyster, this is lobster, then that's what it is. That's what it is. It has the halachic status of that food mamish. So like the brisket we we, we we actually would understand where the minchas asher is coming from, um, we wouldn't say, oh, it just looks and tastes exactly like it, but it's not pork itself. No, if, if it's, ex- it, it's what was created from shemaim, that is an exact substitute for the food is that food. It is that food. So, that wouldn't be, a, uh, that wouldn't give us room to disagree with, with the halachic position of the Minchas Asher um, and and again, we still yeah. have him telling us, look, if you wanted the the man to taste like chaser, you go with that opinion. The gemara that mamish became chaser, that it is chaser, and ain't davritam yari a shemaim, treyf foods don't come from shemaim, so it wouldn't work. See, he, his conclusion again is it still doesn't work, and we're, we're going with the brisker rabbis understanding that that when shemaim produces a food, if a laboratory analysis returns results that it is that food, it is that food. Okay. At the same time, i say, nevertheless, I believe there's still room to argue that it should be permissible. It should be permissible. Even if, cancering on the mud and having it taste like a, a, a cheeseburger, a ham sandwich, a piece of bacon, would mamish, like that opinion of the Gemara, produce a piece of sizzling bacon on my plate, a, a, a piece of ham, and, and, and the laboratory analysis would return results that this mamish is ham. This has the same DNA structure as ham. I believe that, nevertheless, it's still we can defend the position that it would still be mutter, and you could actually get away with it. How so? You would, I believe we can take that gemara that the Minchas Asher is using as an argument that it should be asher to, to flip that around and say, no, it actually should be mutter. What's the Minchas Asher's gemara that he's ha- citing? Ain davar tam yari in a for things don't come from shamayim. Everything comes from shemaim. Well, when it something, something comes miraculously, directly from shamayim, as, as opposed to Hashem letting the, you know, the uh, you know things grow down here. It means something came directly from Shemaim through miracle through a, through a miraculous intervention. The Gemara says when something comes from Shemaim, it's not coming from a tame source. I believe fakir, This is a a, a source that the the, the 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 man should be able to taste like all the treif foods. Why? Yes, there's an opinion of the Gemara that if I want my man to taste like something treif, it's going to mamish become something treif. And it's going to be the bacon, it's going to be the, 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 the ham, it's going to be the pork, it's going to be the cheeseburger, it's going to be the lobster. And yes, I can send it to a lab and it'll come back with results. And genetically speaking, this is a piece of shrimp. Nevertheless, Rabbi Yisraeli, where did that shrimp come from? It came from Shemayim. It came from Shemayim. And the Gemara, there's a Mishnah B'chayris that says, a beautiful idea. That, that that is very very relevant nowadays in the realm in the era of genetically modified genetically engineered foods the, the mishnah in Bukhar says a uh, principle tohar tar food that's produced from a non kosher source is treif food that's produced from a kosher source is kosher anything that comes from a kosher source is kosher anything that comes from a treif source is treif and the, the Gemara gives some examples of that. The Gemara says, let's say a cow, let's say a cow gives birth to something that looks like a chaser. How'd it happen? Who knows? Some, some freak aberration of, you know, if this was a, a cow from Chernobyl, maybe, right? I don't know. Okay? The cow gives birth to something that looks like a chaser. What's the halach? You allowed to eat this the Gemara says you are. Because it came from a cow. If something comes from a cow, it's kosher. It came from a cow, so it's kosher. What if a chazer gives birth to a cow? You're not allowed to eat it. Because a yotz menatameh Something's produced from something treif, it's treif. Something's tr- produced from something kosher, it's kosher we have the man. What? One second, one second. The man. You could make the man look like a side of, of ham. You can make it look like pork. You can make it look like bacon. But where did it come from? It came from shemaim. Where did it come from? It came from a kosher source. It came from the Rebunish himself. It came from the Gerester at Taharo. The highest source of Taharo. It didn't come. The only Chazer that I can't eat is Chazer that comes from Chazer. The only shrimp that I can't eat is shrimp that came from shrimp. The only bacon that I can't eat is Baconish. That comes from Baconish. That's what I can't can't eat. But bacon that comes from Shemayim that came from a kosher source. A that this 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 would be a beautiful argument that it should be permissible. And again, the same Gummar mamish flips around to become a heter, not an Iser, a kula, not a Chumra. Let the Mamish become that food, and let it I can send it to a laboratory and it'll come back. The DNA results will say this is a piece of hazard, piece of pork. But since it came from a kosher source. Has halakhically speaking the status of something that is kosher? pastures you should be able be able to eat it, um, and just to quickly wrap up, I said we're going to get into. Uh, so, so that's lechera. Uh, I think a very strong and defendable position over here as to uh, to, to how to how to resolve the sugya. That um, again, if you say so, our Shiloh is in the midbar. Could didn't have? Um, The man tastes like tray for foods, if you say it was only the taste and not the food itself, for sure. Because who said you're eating tray you're eating the shivuta fish. Even if it looked like it emulated the food itself, this became a food substitute and you got that food itself, and even if you'll say, like the briskerov, that genetically speaking, DNA speaking, this is mamish, a piece of chazer. Nevertheless, since it came from shemaim, ain't devotam a yoitzimena shemaim, it came from a kosher source, it's going to be something kosher. It's like it's no different than the cow giving birth to the chazer. Now, just to wrap up very quickly, one minute, we said this is gets into the um, laboratory grown meats, right? So that's a big, that's a big hack nowadays. Lab grown meats. If you take um, meat cells, from chaser. Or stem cells from chaser, you can produce chaser in a laboratory. Um, when you have genetically engineered, genetically grown beef, is there's is, is, is a big, is a big uh, raging discussion right now. So it depends L'chayra, on how they produce the, the meat. There's two ways. I think one they are able to do, and one is still in the realm of theoretical biological um, g- um, food engineering. The way they're currently able to do it is they take the cells mammoth from for food, or even the stem cells, let's say, and they they clone those cells and they coax those stem cells in producing meat. Now, um Remoisha holds its offer, and it makes a lot of sense based on what we're saying, because those stem cells came from where? Chazer, And you're just you're just expanding the chazer. So good, it wasn't meat cells, it was stem cells, but it came from chazer, and you're you're making more of chhazar. Chazr produces or something trafe. Anything that comes to something trafe becomes trafe. There are dissenting opinions, so the, 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 the question is like this. For sure, if you would take like a from the meat itself, and expand the meat, clone the meat itself, everyone would say that that's us because that's t- something trafe making, making something trafe. The question is on a, on, a, on, a, on a molecular level, do you say that that's called something trafe or a stem cell? Is a stem cell something trafe? Stem cell is not meat yet. and... Uh, There are parts of the chaz that you're allowed to eat. You know this? There's parts of a horse you can eat. You can eat horse hair. You can eat horse hooves. You can eat horse bones. I'm not talking about gelatin. I'm talking about something that doesn't have any meat. You could do it. If you want, if you really want, you could eat hair from a horse. You could eat horse hide. Who has a wallet on them? You could eat your wallet if you wanted to. I, in all likelihood, came from a trafe animal. So you're allowed to eat horse hide. You're allowed to eat horse hair. You're allowed to eat horse hooves. You're allowed to eat horse antlers. They don't have antlers, but if they did, you're allowed to eat them. You're allowed to eat horse bones. The um, cow okay, will grind them up for you, OK? we will, will get you a set of dentures. Um, so the, meat. the meat is what you're not allowed to eat. So there are those who want to argue that the stem cells maybe are not meat cells. It's like, t- it's like having the hair. It's, or, it, it's, I want to think well, there's one or two arguments why it should be mutter. It's, uh, first of all, it's on a molecular level, so maybe that's not even a chaser anymore. Like, what is it? That's, that's called "trafe of meat? was what on a, it's, it's, it's um, uh, what do you call it when it's below the threshold of perception? There's a fancy word in English for that, sub, sub. Subatomic? No. That's not a fancy word. What? Subterranean. Excellent. That's a very fancy word, but it's not the one we're looking for. <laughs> Underground, so, uh, the, the thing with the meat inside with sandwiches. Exactly. That's right. The subway. Yeah, the substand. <laughs> so I don't know. What? Microscopic. That's a nice word. Um, not, fancy, not Not the word fancy I'm looking though. for. Anyway. So 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 there's someone to argue that maybe if it if it exists on a level that you can't see, the who says that's called a chaser. That, that, that that's an interesting argument. Or or alternatively, a stem cell that's not called meat. Maybe a stem cell is like like chaser. you could eat. You could eat. You could eat. Um, hair from a wild boar, you could eat, the, they, they do have uh, horns, right? Wild boars, have, you could eat their horns, you could eat their hide, you could eat their hooves. Um, you just can't eat the meat. So maybe a stem cell is like, 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 like hair. But the you Hainiman holds the answer, vice says he takes on that the stem cells, since it can produce meat, A, first of all, it's coming from a chaz, you can't tell me that it's, uh, you know, it's. we don't care the subatomic, microscopic, sub-visual <coughs> um, a- angle he doesn't go for. Also, since a stem cell produces meat, um, so it's not called hair and hooves um, and hide. It's called meat. See, he holds it's usser. And again, the argument is based on what we're saying. <laughs> trafe produces trafe. What about, though, if, I don't think they can do this yet, but what if in a laboratory, they were able to take all the, all the molecular compounds um, that, that go, in, all the, the proteins and the amino acids and stuff, whatever that, right, that, 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 that go into the DNA um, of, of chaser? What if they produce the DNA mamish, not from a chaser? What if they were able to take cow DNA, let's say, and reassemble it and make it into, into chaser DNA? And grow chaser meat that way, not from a chaser, but from just recombining the, the, the DNA structure. That passage will be mutter. That's like taking man and making man into chaser. That came from a kosher source. You just took basic building blocks. I don't know you took hydrogen and, and, and um, oxygen. You took I don't know you took amino acids and proteins. Speak to the genetic um, uh, engineers, Rabbi. So don't speak to me. I'm kind of just like throwing. Th- I'm bluffing right now. But um, but uh, but um, but uh, if you were able to produce chazir from the bottom up, or you take take cow DNA and, and re- recombine the into chazir DNA, or take something else and make it into chazir DNA and produce chazir meat that way that pashas would be mutter, that's no different than the man, because that's coming from a kosher source, not coming from a trephar source. So, in any case, this is, that was a, a br- brief treatment of the sugya of laboratory grow meat, which goes very nicely, hand in hand, the sugi of the man, and uh, everyone should have a beautiful week. Thank you all for, uh, the, um, for, um, for this morning's class. Thank you once again, Reb David, for this morning's sponsorship, the Nashama Shatakav and Aliyah. And uh, we should be Zoyev to a very tasty life and a tasty and enjoyable lives. Amazing. Subcutaneous.